This is Inside Berkeley, and I'm Leslie O'Connell. On this episode, we talk to Wanda Strukas, Program Director of Contemporary Theater for Boston Conservatory at Berkeley. A multidisciplinary artist herself, she joined the conservatory in 2015 to shape and usher in the groundbreaking new theater program that supports hybrid artists, emphasizes ensembles, and fosters artists in the creation of new work. Along with the conservatory's program, she talks about the state of contemporary theater and how the recent merger with Berkeley will open up new possibilities for collaboration in contemporary theater. Let's start out by talking about this brand new program at Boston Conservatory. Um, I know that we're about to usher in the second class of first-year students, and you've been really integral to the program's creation and inception. Can you talk about the characteristics of the program that make it so innovative and cutting edge? Sure. Our new program is ensemble-based actor training focused on making new work. And we created that in response to some of the observable changes we were seeing in the theater industry. And a big part of that was noticing that a significant number of theater productions are now being made by an ensemble, and typically that's an ensemble of actor creators who are fiercely talented, well-trained actors who also have skills in writing, in directing, in composition, producing, design, dance. And they're taking all of those skills together to create work. So uh, noticing that, we wanted to support students coming up through, you know, through the ranks and giving them the skills that they would need. So you really were tapped into what was happening in the industry then. Yeah, I, and it's it's hard not to be. Some some of the things that used to be on the fringes, like immersive theater, um, ensemble-based theater, uh, site-specific work, promenade work, all of this stuff is starting to enter the mainstream. And we're seeing that audiences like this different kind of experience, this very intimate, uh, sort of personalized experience of theater in addition to some of the traditional things that they see. So so that question is, well, how do we train actors to be ready for that, to bring their own stories sometimes into the, into the theater space or to mold other people's stories, but to be part of that whole creative process beyond, beyond their own role, but actually shaping the whole production. So we built a curriculum to help them do that. So we not only have the traditional BFA actor training pieces, like rigorous actor training and voice and movement, but we also have entrepreneurial skills, we have directing, playwriting, theater and community engagement, all of these things that we think are really going to prepare them for what's happening in theater now. Wow, so it's an exciting time to be here. Yes, it's it's so exciting. The students are excited, the faculty are excited, and it's um, really fueled by this desire to create contemporary work, which is wonderful. And what would you say sets Boston Conservatory at Berkeley apart from other places where you can study contemporary theater? Contemporary theater is a is a big term. Yeah, let's let's explain that first for those who the audience who don't know. Yeah, so contemporary theater is really it's not so much a specific form or genre. We're really talking about a period. So we're talking about contemporary theater as opposed to classical. And uh, people will say that any theater that's being made in its moment is contemporary. For us in our program, we identify as being very engaged in what 
will be relevant to the audience today. And often that means making new work. And from our perspective, it means making new work as an ensemble. So that is, you know, in all of, because when we say contemporary theater, we can be talking about immersive theater. We can talk, be talking about promenade. We can talk, be talking about ensemble. We can be talking about interview-based theater. But we can also be talking about a playwright writing a new play and going through a traditional production process. So, so it really does span uh, quite a range of things when we say contemporary theater. I know that the program focuses on a couple of principles, including supporting hybrid artists, um, emphasizing ensembles and collaboration, and fostering artists in the creation of new work. And I'm wondering if you could expand upon a couple of those points and how has that been working real time? You've had the chance to see a year of that happening. Sure. So, you know, our our first and second years are very, very foundational years in that we are really giving basic skills in acting, voice movement. Um, but we are also giving them other other skills that we consider foundational, too, such as directing and theater and community engagement. But um, this idea of a hybrid artist, a multidisciplinary artist is another way of saying it, Again, we we want our students to dig deep into their into their skill set, into their their technique, but to also understand that you can dig deep into more than one discipline, uh, very fruitfully, and that's where this I- idea of a multidisciplinary or hybrid artist comes from. And again, when we're looking at what what we think they'll need, whether they want to start their own companies, whether they want to join a company out there, whether they want to work in the community. We think that they need information coming from many, many disciplines. And myself and many of our faculty members in in the program also are hybrid artists. You know, I am trained as a dancer and choreographer, as an actor-director, puppeteer, puppet and mask designer, uh, playwright, filmmaker. I'm got, I've gotten very interested in the intersection of theater and game design these days. But what that does is it allows for a synthesis of all of these different pieces. And that synthesis happens in me as, as a maker. And that's what we want to give our students, too, this idea of you can pull these things together. They synthesize anew, and you create something new. And especially if, if what you want to say is unique and part of you, you might need a new form to to say that. And we, whatever it is that we make, we call it theater because I think that's what it is at its heart. But why not pull in dance? Why not pull in puppetry? Why not projections? Um, and be able to do all of that with great facility and virtuosity. So really, it's it's wide open to these students what yeah. they can do within this genre. Exactly. And again, it starts with foundations. They, you know, they have very, very few choices in their freshman and sophomore year in, in, in terms of their classes. But then once they, they get those foundations, we really provide these different pathways for them so that they can really create their own, their own, their own path, actually. And as you mentioned, your own background as a hybrid artist, you would consider yourself a hybrid artist, all yeah. the disciplines you focused in. Um, how is that playing into informing how this program evolves? You mentioned some examples, mm-hmm. but it must be exciting to translate what you've been doing all this time into a program 
It really is. I think one huge thing is that I have been able to work with many artists over the course of my career. And now there's this opportunity to bring them in as guests and to work with work with our students. And I have, you know, some of these artists I've trained with, so I, I know what they're going to give to the students or I've made work with them. And so I know what kind of aesthetic they're going to give to the students. So there's there's that aspect for sure. And of course, it, it does influence the curriculum in that I feel like the students get to learn, you know, from my journey, as well as the journeys of, of our faculty. You know, we all have a lot of input in, in the creation of the curriculum and in, and in the creation of a class. And so we have really these, these unusual experiences, these unusual journeys that we all kind of talk about and, and synthesize, like what will be best for them? What will be best for freshmen? What will be best for sophomores? What will they be ready for as juniors? You know, and that and that kind of reflecting on our own our own journeys and using that to inform the students. And you mentioned something that caught uh, my ear, game making and theater, the intersection. What what exactly is that? Oh, that is uh, it's so interesting that um I I initially thought when I heard about this or someone invited me to participate in in a in a workshop, I thought, oh, I you know, I don't know anything about game design. This is going to be computer coding or, or something. But it's really, you know, game design is storytelling. And at its best, I think, when g- good game design is storytelling. And there there is interest from game designers. That's where the 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 ideas are coming from. They're like, we want to make our stories better. We want them want to make them more interactive. We want to engage the audience in different ways. And so game designers are starting to reach out to theater makers and saying, okay, let's let's talk about how we can shape the experience for for the audience or in this case, the player. And it's not just a, a computer game. Uh, but sometimes it's real-time games, like, uh, and and actually there there is a real interest in in combining, synthesizing these two these ki- different kinds of games for for the player's experience. So anytime we're talking about story, like, <laughs> I get very very excited. And different ways of telling story and getting different people in the room to tell a story—that's ensemble work. I'm 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 there. I'm so there. that's a common denominator then, really. Yeah, and and this, um, you know, I, th- there was a certainly a, a period of time in you know, performing arts history where we really celebrated the auteur. You know, that single authorial voice, whether that was the playwright or the director, this one vision that was shaping a story, and we are really in a time now where we appreciate many voices, many minds in the room. And I think that's reflective of our world, right? The many the many people, the many ideas, the many perceptions, the many per- experiences. So when we talk about contemporary theater, how does it mirror contemporary life? We make work as an ensemble so that we can make sure as best as we can, that what we're doing in our storytelling is true to what's happening outside the theater. And I imagine that it can only contribute to connecting with audiences. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, so 
how are you preparing students for careers in contemporary theater? I know you talked earlier about how you're really responding to the industry. So that in and of itself, they're prepared to go in to the industry. But um, just wondering if you could talk a little bit about, you know, how you indoctrinate that throughout the program. We do that through our coursework, of course, and we also do that through our work with guest artists because that becomes a network for our students. We do that through our encouragement of internships and apprenticeships. Um, and we do them with as much as possible, giving them exposure to to the outside world, especially through their their own creative work. So I'll just say a little bit about their courses we, you know, we consider things like theater and community engagement, which is a foundational course in teaching students to work with a community through art. And whether that's telling a community stories, whether that's making work with the community, whether that's building connections through art, we consider that a foundation, that no matter where their career takes them, those skills need to be part of it. You know, whether whether they're on Broadway or whether they're working in a school system, the, those ideas of how do I build community, who's part of my community, how do I engage them, that's never going to go away. So we consider that a foundation. We consider entrepreneurship a foundation. In their sophomore year, they have creative entrepreneurship where they start to look at what makes a theater company successful, not only sustainable, financially sustainable, but successful in terms of reaching its audience, what those models are so that they can be thinking about the the art of the business as well as their artistic uh, creative work together and not considering them two competing things for their time. So so that's part of, of how we prepare them, even from the very beginning, to to be ready for this industry. We also encourage internships and apprenticeships. This summer, our our first group of freshmen already jumped in to apprenticeships and uh, scholarships to institutes and and internships, whether they were acting, whether they were community building or training. So we encourage that from the very, very beginning. Get out there and and start working, start meeting people, work professionally. And then finally, we are really committed to our guest artist program. We have guest artists come in every semester to help our students build new work. And those artists, of course, become their direct connections to the professional world. Wow. And so all of these components also inform how to prepare for life after college, right? Not just contemporary theater. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that is one of the hallmarks of this program is that good artists are good citizens. You know, that that being a good theater artist and a good theater maker is not really that different sort of foundationally as being a good human being in the world, no matter what you choose to do. I mean, Life is a group project. Life is a team project, and so is theater. So, so, yeah, and I, and I think there was a, a time when people really tried to separate those skills and say they weren't, they weren't similar, but they are so similar. And if you can't, you know, greet the world with a big heart, how are you going to make theater with that big heart? So, so it, it, it does. There is a lot of overlap there. With the recent merger of Berkeley and Boston Conservatory, 
I'm wondering if you're already seeing new possibilities open up. We definitely are. We we love to collaborate. That is our our thing. We get so excited and um even our first class of freshmen, I swear they were here about 4 weeks when they came to me and said, "Oh, we met some composers at Berkeley. Can we can we work with them? Can we <laughs> can we make something with them?" And I said, "Sure." So so now um now that we've merged, we we're really looking into well, how can we, how can we collaborate um, in that process of ensemble devising? You know, in, when can we bring some musicians, composers, sound designers into into our ensemble, into our creative work, and let the sound be part of the seeds of the creative process. So it's not like, oh, we make a piece and then we ask someone to compose. We want someone in the room with us when we're saying, what what are we going to make? It's and, happening in real time. Yeah, happening in real time. And and that possibility is just so exciting. And, um, and we're working on getting that going as soon as we can. Thank you so much for telling us about this program. It seems like such an exciting time to be to be here to be a student here and building this from the ground up with you. Yeah, our students are really pioneers and uh I love that 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 is their spirit that they know that they're at the beginning of something that they are that they're part of the of the creating of the program too and and that's that's a lot for for a young artist but they are so game and um so generous. It's really fantastic to have them. This episode was engineered by Andres Gonzalez in partnership with The Burn. I'm Leslie O'Connell for Inside Berkeley. <laughs>